Hey, Wonderfuls, welcome to episode 434 of the JV Club with my friend and guest, Randall Park. I feel like I don't need to tell you what you know Randall from because you know him from everything. Uh, He is such a dear and wonderful person. I was so glad to connect with him uh, as he was across the pond in London, England. So please enjoy one of these last, if not final, boys of summer, sending you all safe vaccinated hugs. Exercise. You're a very nice person. How long do you think you would do it until you got it? Like, you know what I mean? Would you give it like 15 minutes and be like, okay, th- what seems reasonable? How long is a typical podcast? It's like an hour. Uh, I'd probably go the full hour. Oh, uh, see, just out of being nice. But you know, I would, I would truly be miserable, like <laughs> really miserable after the first like 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Why are your eyes so dead? This is crazy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Um, do you need me to do a British accent? I don't know if that's going to make you more comfortable. I know well, you are in, I'm London. in London. I am. Um, so uh, I, I, I love hearing it. It's just it's such a it's such a pleasant thing to hear. But uh, no, I prefer you, oh. Janet. I prefer oh. you. Okay, well, that's at least you know what one of us was going to be miserable either way. Then, so <laughs> now I know which one of us it is. That's cool. Um, what now? A first of all, okay, yeah. How long are you going to be there? Because I'm looking at an apartment, and again, this will not be going into anyone's eyeballs. But I am looking at an apartment that looks very well furnished. It looks very lived in. I see a lot of books, tchotchkes. Um, yeah, this is a a, a flat. That, uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's a flat. Basically, and I beg yes, your pardon. Flat. It's flat. <laughs> that I, um, uh, you know, I'm, they got for me for this gig, and uh, it, it's it's very nice. So I'm like, oh, this is real nice. I, what if they were like, um, okay, we're gonna get like a thousand books. Could you please tell us which thousand books you'd like us to get? We want to be able to really read, really dig in and read those books. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would probably. Uh, Give them a list of a thousand books, Ugh, but you but would I'd be, be miserable. miserable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you think you make it through thirty books? Is it one one second? Is that commensurate with one second of miserableness of listening to my awful show voice? Uh, um, is it like? Am I a child that I still find it kind of wondrous that it's a totally different time where you are? Like I've never. Really, oh no, I kind of never I'm got still... over that. I, I I have I mean this is actually my first time here in London. Oh, nice. I've never been. Yeah, so I mean You know, I was born there, of course is... I was raised there. Um course, were you been... really? No, not at all. Oh. <laughs> Just really really trying to work this accent. Hey, hey, it's all good. Work it in. I I uh you sound like Phoebe Waller-Bridge. It's great. 
Oh, um, thank you. I think I think <laughs> if, if I think if I had to put a pin on who I'm impersonating, and I promise you, this won't just be about me and how great I am. First thirty minutes, uh, <laughs> I would say I, I would say I tried really hard to sound like Elizabeth Hurley back when I like in the old days when you and I first met. When oh, we were yeah, yeah, being yeah, asked to audition yeah. for sketch shows all the time, and they always yeah, wanted yeah. you to have three impressions, and That's I don't right. do impressions at all. And I and so yeah. I very specifically remember like watching over and over like you know that's you in a nutshell austin powers like really watching that <laughs> yeah. not that i even like loved that movie so much but i feel like i could do this i could do she, her range is my range and so now i think it's bled over into every time i try to do an english accent i'm inadvertently dropping into a liz hurley impression and no it's 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 dead on um I, and i remember those times uh when we met and 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 having to audition for those types of shows it was always tough for me because i you know, there there weren't a lot of Asian like character like famous people that I could impersonate. Yeah. So I'd like know how to impersonate like Sylvester Stallone, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. But, you know. And it was like, but why would they cast me to play Sylvester <laughs> yeah. Stallone in the sketch show? We're know? not that different because all I wanted to do was impressions of men, and like none of those. Right. Like no one's gonna ask me to do like a Robert De Niro impression, but that's what was funny <laughs> right. to me. What was funny to me was like being the trying to be the female version of that. So uh, I feel yes, like yes. I, I you know I think the times have changed though. Now I think like it's actually kind of cooler if you were doing the Robert De Niro, thing, at least in my opinion. I would love to see dude, you portraying you know? Sylvester Stallone in something. I yeah, think that exactly. would be very funny. I feel like we're getting to a place uh, uh, that's very different from our on the lot days. <laughs> that's right. For me, the salad years. It's it never got better. Um, so this is your first time in London, and uh, what? Let's see. Oh, it's a nice time of year, right? I mean, it's got to be kind of a pleasant. I mean, it's not like you know winter dark all the time. It's like nice. No, no, weather. it's nice. It, I mean, it rains and there's gloom, and, which I love. I actually love that. Weather. I do too. And, and, and then it gets, uh, and then the sun breaks through, and it gets like pretty hot and it's just kind of everywhere but i like it yeah i like it it's you get to uh, see london in all its i mean seriously like a sunny day in a city is wildly different than a foggy day is wildly different than a rainy day right i mean like in terms of your relationship to how everything looks how it feels how it smells those are those are different cities like i love la when it's foggy (laughs) But on a really hot day where there's not a cloud in the sky, it feels like a bleak apocalypse. Like they're very, very (laughs) different from one another. And it's close because there's, uh, you know, a lot of things on fire uh, usually when that's the case. I can't believe that uh, hasn't happened yet. Knock on wood. Oh, yeah. Knock on wood's pointless. I'm sure it will. But I've been every day I try to cherish the fact that the air quality is like in the green or the light yellow yeah i know i know but being here in london it's like the foggy days are my favorite because uh there was a song called a foggy day in london town that i was like uh very obsessed with uh growing up wait who sings that and can you sing a tiny bit of uh uh i'm not a singer uh a foggy day in London town had me low, had me down. Uh, I viewed the morning uh, with alarm. The British Museum had lost its charm. Is this from a musical uh, or how, something? 
Yeah, it's from a. Okay, I, like I was going to say this is storytelling. Like this is charming it's a storytelling. Okay. It's like a Gershwin, I think Gershwin uh, tune that you know a lot of uh, jazz vocalists, you know, kind of sang. Yeah, I'm know. embarrassed that I don't know it. What if I? What if you're like it's oh. the Smiths, Janet? <laughs> That's Morrissey. <laughs> you don't recognize Morrissey. It's LL Cool J. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm so excited that you're there. Have you had time to uh, to wander and and plumb the yeah. depths of oh, all yeah. the different I've only been there a couple of times but the last time I was there uh I walked everywhere because I was the, stubbornly that's like the easy the, you feel like you've a been there for weeks if you walk everywhere mm-hmm. and you feel like oh I've seen miles and miles and miles of London yes. if the weather permits I've, that's I mean that's all I do is just walk like yeah if the weather permits I just go out and walk yeah. for miles yeah the other day I walked like ten miles and yeah. I loved it that's awesome yeah yeah. Ugh, yeah good for you how much longer are you there yeah uh well I'm here for a while I'm here till <laughs> no the be- November but, oh wow uh, okay yeah but I have you know obviously a lot of free time and and I have chunks of time like throughout where you know I'm, I'm hoping to go home for a little bit uh in a couple weeks oh nice okay how's yeah. the whole and we don't have to talk about this long because it's depressing but like how's the whole covid thing i mean is it i have a friend who lives uh, in brighton and was like she was locked down for so long but she was going crazy and now she's like she said yeah it feels uh you know i mean just folks I, I don't know. I, it's hard to tell. Like, I, I mean, folks wear their masks indoors some sometimes, you know, and uh, uh, outside you, you don't see too many masks, but you do on occasion. You yeah. know, I mean, I mean it's if you're kinda, outside. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I... Well, and then you said Jimmy's there and yeah, something totally different. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I got this uh, gym membership down the street, like a temporary gym membership. And uh, I was going into the gym and he was signing up for a temporary gym membership. Yeah. We can agree that's crazy. Pretty crazy. Although, you know Did what? You, had you worked with him before? No. You guys I, are already I friends? Only, no. Oh my I, God. I only knew him through Young Storytellers and like literally yeah. a brief a brief exchange uh, in one of those post-show group Zooms, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was very That's cool so to actually, like, yeah, get to know him out here a little bit and hang out. And, uh, yeah, he's a great guy. Oh, I love that. I cannot believe you ran into him randomly. That's kind <laughs> of amazing. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But you know, there's a lot of shows going on out here. So I actually have uh, Oh yeah. Have, have a few friends who are just happen nice. to be out here all on different shows so so it's kind of yeah. cool yeah that's very cool yeah i guess i didn't know that that many americans were called to, to were called to shoot in london i always imagined that those were just like british mostly british stuff yeah occasional i think right really now cool. uh, for some reason there's a lot of american productions happening here Nice. Yeah. Had you, you said that this is your first time in England. Had you done a lot of traveling? Like when you were younger, were you one of those kids who's got taken to other places? I didn't. Oh, no, never, never. Uh, Even as an adult, not too much, you know, like, uh, except for like when work would take me somewhere like this, you know. Um, Yeah. I just was not, I don't know. It was never, uh, well, it was never a thing with our family. Uh, We just didn't do that. You know, um, and yeah. as uh, as I got older, I don't know. I just didn't. I never just by nature wasn't like I have to see the world. You know, I was like, yeah. 
I mean, I was born and raised in L.A. I was like, the world is kind of here, you know, which is cool. Right, right. Um, uh, so, yeah, but then, you know, for work, I started going, you know, seeing things and, and uh, I'm very thankful for that. And I'm just I, I do love traveling, but it was just never uh, it wasn't in my bones, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you didn't have like, did you have like people going away to do exchange programs and stuff when you were yeah. in high school and people coming in? Uh, not in high school. You didn't have that. But we had people coming in, you know, like, like, yeah. like there, my friends would have like, you know, uh, people living with them coming in from other countries. And, and um, um, I think in college more, I had friends who started studying abroad and yeah. And, uh, just, did you take languages? Like, did you have to take yeah, yeah. languages? But did you take Spanish? I did. I did. Yeah. That's what's practical, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and I, I did a lot of Spanish throughout high school and, and uh, uh, I think even a little in college. And I, I was good enough to actually tutor in Spanish nice. uh, post-college. So I was, uh, uh, I, I've since lost it. Uh, I mean, I could probably get by, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I uh, did all that. I just remembered as I was asking, and the reason I brought up the exchange student thing is that I had utterly forgotten about the hot French exchange student named Roland, who oh, was at my high school now, was when he, I was in college, what, I mean, when I was in high school. Yeah. Was he really hot? Or I, was it great just question. that his I'm so name glad was you asked. Roland? I mean, because I, I feel I'm like... I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's that has a lot of that. Those things have a lot of currency when you're when you're young. Just being from a different country is like. But I will say he was cultivating being the hot exchange student for sure. Like, I feel like he wore black jeans and like a black leather jacket. Right. Definitely wore more gel in his hair than people were wearing at the time. Right. Uh, right, right. Was pretty cute, but was leaning hard into like wanting to be a player vis-a-vis and i am using french there uh vis-a-vis being a french exchange student um and like i want to say maybe he like rented a scooter or a motorcycle (laughs) oh god did he have like bags did he have baguettes hanging out of the back of the the vespa (laughs) he might as well he might as well have and then i went to france for a summer as an exchange student between junior and senior year and I got there and I was like, oh, no one is, I mean, I was living in a small town, but I was like, oh, no one is like him. That's like, he's, he put on that persona because he had seen American movies about French people. And I was like, I know what I have to do. Oh my God. Right. And you fell for it, Janet. You and fell, I fell for, for it. I didn't fall for it. I didn't fall for it. If it had been something besides French I think I would have been more intrigued, but because like my mom taught French and I took French, oh, I think oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and also yeah. I was one of those girls and I'd love to hear your perspective on romance in high school. But I was definitely one of those girls who was like, I'm sorry, I am not going to like be interested in somebody that everyone has a crush on. That is oh, yeah, yeah. not like my chances are zero. I don't care that I don't care for the fact that this person has many, many choices. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like what's re- what's realistic that, uh, or 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 I'm just going to have a crush on someone they'll never know. Like it won't there it won't you know what I mean? It will right. not be like the dream boat like hoping like he said hi to me. Me. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I I respect that. I I I like that. Um I think for me uh I you know, I I I well, I didn't date at all like until my senior year. 
uh, I had a girlfriend. My first girlfriend was in senior year, but throughout high school and uh, and middle school, I never even, you know, I, I just would have like really hard crushes, you know, like I'd yeah. really fall for people, you know, and uh, and I- inevitably see them meet somebody else, usually someone mm-hmm. I knew because it was, you know, high yeah. school. And uh, yeah. and just have my heart broken, and then like uh-huh. a few days later, find someone new to fall, you know, fall uh-huh. for, and then... <laughs> <laughs> got to get back up on that crush horse. Oh yeah, got to yeah, get right horse. back up on that crush exactly. horse. Exactly, <laughs> and uh, and it wasn't like I, I I ever like, you know. I mean, I would talk to my friends about it, you know, oh my gosh, you know, she's amazing. Like, you know, uh, she said hi to me, you know, I think, is there a thing? I don't know. Can you find out, you know? Uh, and, uh, but I never actually like made any sort of like, you know, move or told them how I felt. But you're such a fox. You're such a fox. Oh my gosh. Were there girls who had crushes on you? Was it one of those things where it was like, well, the girls that had crushes on me, I didn't know that they had crushes. And then the girls I had crushes, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think there there there, there were some girls that, yeah, uh, I believe had crushes on me. And uh, either I wasn't interested in them. And looking back, you know, now I'm like, those were the more interesting girls, you know? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, but... Um, uh, and then, they, and then there were some that I found out later did, and I did, had no idea. I just had no clue, you know. And and I and I liked them too, but I just had no clue, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's part of the like cushioning we give ourselves if we're just not ready yet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If there's, if you're just sort of, you don't know what to do about the feelings you have there. You're sort of not paying attention to something that someone else is into and all of that keeps you nice and safe from actually having to like be alone in a room and figuring out like what French kissing actually is supposed to be like <laughs> yeah. and why anyone would want to do it <laughs> yeah 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 totally totally I mean it was a it was a uh gosh everything was so high stakes back then you know so high stakes so high, so stakes. high stakes yeah yeah and I I, I miss that you know like like, I, I don't know. I think it's a great way to, to live, you know? That's why I do this podcast. I never get tired of hearing people sort of talk about how intense. And that and to have that genuine, like, like I feel like not, it didn't take very long coming out of high school before you really understand why adults are trying to tell you as a teenager, like, it gets better. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And the highs aren't so high, but... I definitely remember being crushed by stuff and feeling like this will, this is the rest of my life. I will have this feeling for the rest of my life. I don't see how I couldn't. And by the time you get over the feeling, you're still too young to have the perspective or memory (laughs) to be like, I, that's right. I did feel like that was going (laughs) to last forever. Like you don't have that. You can't do that either. So it's just, you're just sort of like on to the next. Yes, exactly. yeah, it's I re- so nuts. I remember I had the uh, this was like during well from elementary throughout middle school I had the biggest crush on this girl named Donna and uh, and the whole great name for a crush great yeah, name for a crush the whole works from the 1940s uh, through oh, today <laughs> a great name yeah. yeah and 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 everybody this was like uh, you know in sixth sixth grade all the guys had crushes on her and uh, and I I remember like 
she'd hang out with me a lot. Like, it's like she liked hanging out with me. And she was, like, yeah. beautiful. Like, and she smoked cigarettes in sixth grade. <laughs> you know, she was, like, super cool. That is beautiful. <laughs> really, it was just the cigarettes. That's it. That's yeah. like her, that was, like, her roll on, you know? <laughs> he did smoke, by the way. Rest assured, he also smoked. Oh, yeah, smoked, of course. So of no course. worries. No worries. He had no choice. But she, but Donna. she. <laughs> But she had, uh, she also cursed, and I never cursed, you know. And I just thought she was so cool. You're describing Angelina Jolie. That's what I'm imagining. I'm <laughs> she imagining, was. She was like, because there's no way she wasn't also like, listen, you're a pretty cool guy. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I remember, like, uh, I remember her inviting me to her home and us swimming in her, her backyard pool. And I was like, yeah. what is going on? Like, this is <laughs> insane. You know, yeah. I, what am I doing here? You know? Sure. And uh, but I was like, you know, I was a, I was like such a late bloomer in so many ways. And I never like. <laughs> I hope you don't think that being an uh, early like no one needs to be smoking in sixth grade. <laughs> No, 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 no. I was such no. a late bloomer. I didn't start smoking till seventh grade. No, but I mean, you know, I think sixth grade is an appropriate time to maybe share a kiss with a crush, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. And 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 I felt like, the, you know, it was just set up for us to have that moment, you know, yeah. by the pool. I mean, if she was know? just inviting you over and it was just you. Yeah. What, I mean, yeah. What was going on there? Yeah, like, but, it, but, but it, she never put the moves on you, even though she, she was I mean, I think she practically fatale. did, but I was yeah. just so, like, <laughs> nervous and scared, you know, and and, uh, and, uh, and and then I remember, like, one of my friends had this birthday party folks were playing spin the bottle and she was there and I was there and I was like oh this is my chance the bottle I, when I spin it it'll land on her you know yeah. and we'll we'll kiss you know yeah and uh and I I remember her spinning it and then landing on this other guy and mm. and they were and the rule was you go in the garage and you make out for like 10 seconds right uh-huh. And uh, and they went in the garage and they were there for like the rest of the party in that garage. Mm. And I was just I, I have like I remember exactly like the vision of me like standing, uh, you know, everyone had stopped playing at that point. This was later in the party. They're still in the garage and I'm standing oh, no. in front of the garage door looking at the light. <gasps> The beam of light oh. at the bottom of the uh, garage door, and, uh, oh. and and I could hear them making out. Like, oh uh, no, yeah. Uh, uh, and I remember just being so heartbroken, and that was like, oh, uh, that sucks. yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucked. It really sucked. What if you were like, and to this day, if I ever see a bottle of any kind, <laughs> I have to leave the room. Oh, yeah, yeah. No no bottles. No <laughs> bottles. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I ever had a positive. First of all, I there's no way I didn't play spin the bottle at some point. I have no memory of ever being the one actually spinning, it landing on anyone, actually kissing anyone. Which then tends to make me think, I guess I never did. And I'm just remembering like Teen Wolf. Like what am I? Because (laughs) wouldn't I remember? Wouldn't I remember that? That seems like that talk about high stakes. That's like a very unnerving situation. Yeah, yeah. I I think you would. I mean, for me, it would. I mean, I'll never forget that. You know, I I, I did. Yeah. I did kiss someone that during that 
uh, game. But she was just like this fr- a friend that I was not into, and it was like it landed on her. We'd like peck, pecked, and that was like my first yeah. kiss ever, you know? Yeah. If, you pecked, but you, so that was a different game. You didn't have to go because you always wonder, like, and the, yeah, I mean, and obviously, and we stakes. know what happened with Donna, but yeah. did people go to the, the stakes people, rose? I'm sure people went to the garage. Yeah. People went to the garage. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the stakes, stakes rose, rose with like, eventually you know. people had to go rent a motel room. It was yeah. weird. We all had to, like, we took them to the motel to make sure they would rent a room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All that. All that. Uh, uh, it got there. And actually, it never got there because, because they ruined the game by staying in the garage for so long. And uh, and also ruined my life by staying in the garage for so long. Uh, so yeah, it was it was uh, the light underneath the door. Oh uh, so yeah, painful. so painful. <laughs> okay, we're gonna take a break. I will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at Maximum Fun. Are you feeling elevated levels of anxiety? Do you quake uncontrollably, even thinking about watching cable news? Do you have disturbing nightmares, only to realize it's two in the afternoon and you're up? If you've experienced one or more of these symptoms, you may have FNO, news overload. Fortunately, there's treatment. Hi, I'm Dave Holmes, host of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters helps fight FNO. That's because Troubled Waters stimulates your joy zone. On Troubled Waters, two comedians will battle one another for pop culture supremacy. So join me, Dave Holmes, for two, two, two doses of Troubled Waters a month. The cure for your news overload. Available on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, wonderfuls. I think we can all agree that everyone needs an escape, but those can be so hard to come by right now. Enter Dipsy. Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen and where your pleasure is the only priority. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy audio story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're right there. I'm sure this will come as a surprise to no one, but I have a hard time turning my brain off, and these stories really make you feel like you're somewhere else and you're not thinking about all the work you have to do or feeling the weight of the world, and you can kind of just check out and it's very transportive. And if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. I consider myself to be a fairly sex-positive person, and this has been really lovely for me. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash jvclub. That's 30 days of full access for free. When you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories dot com slash JV Club. Dipsy stories dot com slash JV Club. Were you doing theater and stuff in, in high school? Oh, and was no. it like No, no. Oh, you no, weren't? Okay. No. Because no. you never know. In L.A., it's like, were you in L.A. proper? Were you in the L.A. area? Was Born it like showbiz is right down the street? Or was it like, no, this is a this that's a whole different world. Might as well be a different city. Like a whole different world. Might as well be a different city. I mean, I know it was like because I grew up kind of in West L.A. Board, board, I went to Hamilton High School, which is uh, borders on Culver City. And, and uh, you know, I mean, there are. The industry is around, but at the time I had no concept of it, I, and and yeah. nobody at my school uh, um, 
was like connected to the industry, except for in my high school, there was this theater program. Uh, 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 and there were like, like there's an actress named Paula Patton. Do you know Paula Patton? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She, she, she was there at around the same time, but, uh, but I, I didn't know her or, you know, it, it just felt like a world away, like even, yeah. even that theater program. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting because, you know, friends of mine who like grew up in Compton and grew up in Inglewood and grew up, you know, in North Hollywood, like yeah. there are definitely you could sort of see that there's an actual geographical and economical remove oh, yeah. that would make all of that. But, yeah, if you were like right near Sony. You yeah. know, which I think has been there for quite some time. And I Fox, think, 20th Century Fox is yeah. pretty close. You know, it's like those are those are definitely like I imagine living here and passing by them like it's Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Do you know what I mean? We, as I if mean, it as if it's like, wow. Yeah, we'd ride our bikes near it. But I, but, you know, back then I didn't even have uh, an interest nor an inkling to to ever even, you know, entertain the thought, you know, like it yeah. wasn't like. Uh, so I I, drew, I rode my bike by those places, not like even knowing what they were or caring what they were. You know, it wasn't until yeah. uh, really a lot later that I actually like was like, oh, my God, that's where, you know, this was filmed. And that was that's yeah. pretty wild. But but growing yeah. up, it just was not there was no way uh, that shy little boy would have ever even gone near that industry. Yeah. yeah. What about and so were, what did your parents do? Were they would they also have been part of kind of like not, you know, to them it also was like a non-starter like this? Oh, yeah. I mean, no, part of, no, yeah. they, there was no. Yeah. My dad was a uh, when I was real young, he worked for this like stuffed toys company uh, uh, that ended up moving to another s- state. And so he but he wanted to keep the family in L.A. So then he then he opened a, a, he had a one hour photo business that he he ran. Oh, nice. okay. Yeah. And then my mom actually worked at UCLA as an accountant for the student store uh, for for a long time. So she had she actually that was the only like when I, I remember when I told my mom I wanted to be an actor, she had showed me because I guess one of her co-workers at UCLA who was uh uh, a young guy was also pursuing acting and and I remember oh, yeah. I remember her showing me like this short film that that he was in oh wow and uh, and telling me like I mean as a as a way of saying like you can't do what he can do you know <laughs> <laughs> like do you think you can do that you know uh, it was a way to discourage me uh <laughs> But that was my only link towards anything, like literally that guy that she worked with. (laughs) (laughs) Screw that guy. I I guarantee you he he does not have the career you have. I'm so angry at him, and he deserves none of my anger. None of it. Nor does your mom. Um, Well, what were you into then as like when you were in high school? What what were you what were you like? Were you a fan of stuff in a way that like never it never cross the sort of like blood brain barrier of like you know yeah. i loved snl but oh, yeah. i loved you know it sounds like you loved musicals oh oh yeah i love i loved uh well i loved comedy and i loved um i loved late night talk shows you know i would always like try to stay up to to watch late night talk shows i loved um uh, i loved it's gary shandling show i was obsessed oh with that show Randall! Yeah. That was my favorite show too. Oh yeah, my like favorite. my favorite. I 
yeah. I mean, because you just knew something so special was happening. And for those of you who don't know it, it's pre Larry Sanders. A lot of people looked at Larry Sanders yeah. as being sort of the benchmark of like really amazing kind of meta stuff, yeah. but. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with it. I like when I first, we at Sketchfest, we did a tribute to It's Gary Shandling oh, show you specifically did. because I was like, no, 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 not Larry Sanders. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. need to do It's Gary Shandling show. And <laughs> yeah. so, so Gary and Alan's Y Bell came up. And that's right. Yeah. Still, Alan's Y Bell, like I had him on my podcast last yeah. summer. Yeah. And he's like, what? no, you and I are friends. And I'm like, I don't know. Am I ready for this? Like, it's such a great show. It's I love that you love that. No one loved that. Oh my god! No one I know in my life, even people who were into comedy like I was, no one was watching that. I mean, my dad and me. I mean, I not that even 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 from watching that, I, I didn't like. It didn't like make me think. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that for a living. But it yeah. Uh, but it what I I do think like subconsciously it did plant the seed in me because I was just so like. Well, first off, I loved sitcoms, and this I feel like if you if you love sitcoms, this show I mean it deconstructs it in a lot of ways. Yes, and, and, and it's so ahead of its time. Yeah, and it um it did inspire me in the sense that it it it, it was such a I don't know there's something so rebellious about it you know and and yes and, uh, yes yeah and it felt like but oh. like gently rebellious gently like rebe- it wasn't roll on with his cigarette it was <laughs> no, like nor the Donna weird nerd her. it was like <laughs> mystery science theater 3000 rebellious yes like, yes oh you're you yeah. know you clearly like this enough to be doing it but you're also sort of going like hey yeah like, yeah exactly. how do we yeah. you know give this yeah. the finger and also enjoy doing it yeah yeah it was i don't know it, it def- and and it's st- it stayed with me to this day obviously i mean i i talk about it a lot because uh it was it was so oh, influential it was so influential that's to so me. so great yeah oh my gosh let me just indulge myself for a second because my favorite episode of all time is the one where gary has the mole that he has to get removed from his neck. Yeah. Do you remember this? I do remember it that was, one. It was beyond yeah. meta because he had the go- the actor who plays Pete, his best friend, yeah. also play Dr. Kipnis, right, the doctor who right. removes the mole. And in order for Gary to find out at the beginning of the episode, the only reason he knows he has a mole is that someone wrote him to tell him on last week's episodes, air quotes, that, they're, <laughs> that they right. noticed something. And instead of just going and looking in the mirror, Gary's like, I guess I got to watch last week's episode and then so you're with him as he's talking to the camera there's also a sitcom audience he's rewinding looking at a show that by the way was not last week's show Uh, it's a show that never happened that's right and he's fast forwarding through it and of course like in every like in his monologue he's like hey everybody it's me i'm wearing a turtleneck sweater (laughs) and he's like why was i wearing a turtleneck that day and then he fast forwards and it's like the next scene is him with like he's like oh thanks for this beautiful scarf ian and he's like oh the scarf And so finally, then he's like playing pool and he's like, oh, let me get this shot. And he like pulls his shirt down (laughs) in the most unnatural way as if it's incidental. And then there's just a huge growth on his Uh, neck. That's right. And then you're with Gary as he's watching himself and he looks back at the camera like, oh, God, that is bad. (laughs) I got to go to a doctor. Like, it is insane. It is insane. It's an insane episode. I mean, uh, I feel feel like every episode was uh, the one that's stands out in my mind was the the uh the the lily woo episode do you remember oh sure lily woo <laughs> absolutely lily woo uh- <laughs> 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 
I just, uh, I mean, first oh off, it was an God. Asian kid on TV, which was like. Absolutely. Uh, always, Absolutely. But, uh, but also, yeah, I, I, that that episode. I mean, so many, so many. Every episode, everyone was just so, so special. Yeah. I also, you saying that about being an Asian kid and like having that element. That was one of the things I loved about Night Court also was yeah. like. I really felt like I think some part of my tiny child brain was like, this is actually how life is like. This is night court. This <laughs> yeah. is adult stuff. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have like this person who does this. The bailiffs like they got a rough job. And like, really, I really sort of, you know, and then my my crush on uh, Dan Larroquette is or John Larroquette. John Larroquette. Played Dan, oh, my God. Was like yeah. now famous because I really was like he awoke in me feelings that I didn't know. Oh, really? I, had. I was like, John oh, Larroquette. That character. John that specific character. Yes, because he was so horny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think that's why that I was like, oh, this is so overt. Like this must he must really have figured something out that he's like this this weird and slimy. <laughs> now looking back, I'm like, oh God, he played such a creep, but he was so funny. I had a huge crush. Uh, I actually, rest in peace. She just passed away on Marky Post. Yes, yes, I like loved her. She was a great foil for him. Yeah, she was fantastic. She was, I mean, that whole show. But uh, yeah, yeah. uh, Reading about her passing, I I just remembered those days, and I was just like, oh my gosh! I just thought she was like the perfect woman. Yeah, absolutely. But like Mac had had an Asian wife. That's right. That's right. One of many, but it was like, but she had just immigrated, so she did have the sort of like classic problematic. Like (laughs) she was actually super cool and very smart, and like always like was calling him out on his shit. But looking back now, I'm like, oh, but no, (laughs) that's. That's not like, (laughs) like, you know how Asian people all just recently got off, fresh off the boat. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, right. I forgot about that. I totally forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Even though like my, my favorite babysitter's name was Oon Kim and she's was like, I worshiped her and wanted to be her. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not like there were, I had no, I mean, I had many Asian people in my life. Yeah. But like the grown-up version of being Asian on television was like, well, I don't know how Oon got here. I mean, <laughs> she was born here for some weird reason. <laughs> right, right, right. How was she, how was she born here? She's Asian. I, I don't know. know. Like, that's, a, that's impossible. Bonkers. <laughs> so stupid, but still adorable. And at least, I mean, I don't know. Listen, again, I, it's been a minute since I saw an episode. I might I might look at it and be like, oh, this is This, this is, is so, so wrong. wrong. But oh at the time, gosh. I was like excited to see... That there was so much diversity on that show, and, yeah. that, and by that I mean there was like a couple of people of color, <laughs> and everyone else was white, and it felt super diverse. I mean, back then, aye, though, aye, back aye. then it was like, uh, you know, I mean, a little, you know, that handful of people really did make a show feel like super diverse because most yeah. shows just didn't have that, you know. Well, and you loved musicals, you said, and that's like even more. I feel like that's like that's a well, form of entertainment that. Well, I didn't. Know, I actually, I gotta to, correct you there. I didn't, didn't love musicals. Okay, okay. but you I loved I, that I, musical song. I love jazz standards. 
Uh, I love. Uh, I apologize. Yes, yes. I love where most yes. of those songs came from musicals. So I love the songs right. specifically, but right. I, but I never knew the shows that they came from. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound like you were watching them, and then you would sort of take away your takeaway was like, oh, I did love that one song. It was like you were hearing them outside. Yeah, of outside the context of the in which they existed. Yeah. How were you hearing about them? Like, were friends playing those? Those? Because uh, that's like I, I just got, it's not exactly top forty. I just got super into uh, you know. I had a friend uh, growing up named Richie uh, Glazer, who was a, a, a jazz pianist, and he came from a family oh, nice. of jazz musicians, and uh, uh, he still plays jazz at this day. And he really got me into to jazz, and I got into uh, a lot of the vocalists, you know, uh, the the singers, and um, and you know, you know, starting with Ella Fitzgerald and. You know, Billie Holiday, Dinah Washington, and, and I just got and I and I started to love these songs, and I didn't know where they. I thought they wrote these songs, but then I found out. Oh no, these are like from Broadway shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember when Red Hot and Blue came out? Was yeah, that something you yeah. paid attention to? I vaguely remember that. Because that was a that. way. That was like a way in for someone like me who was more into like contemporary music at that age. And I loved musicals, but I loved musicals that I grew up with it wasn't so much that I like I was I had no sense of new musicals coming yeah. out in New York when I was 15 you oh know yeah, what I, mean? yeah, yeah I was like yeah. there's five musicals the music band <laughs> yeah. Mary Poppins like yeah. you know what I mean yeah um but Cole Porter like he like that Red Hot and Blue they did a series that's of right where I think they were raising right. money for for AIDS research that's and right. for I, AIDS relief and stuff and so right. all these cool people like I was like oh Sting Sinead O'Connor like that's these folks right. are and I was hearing these standards and I was like these are great yeah, like yeah, these yeah, songs yeah. are awesome yeah that's right I think I do remember that I, I, I don't think I was super into it because I was just so like into like you know the the old like you were versions that I yeah, yeah. That, I, that I loved but uh but I but I respected it. I, I remember like, oh, this is cool because because folks are like hearing these great songs. Yeah, that's yeah. a very I feel like those listening to those standards for you. That's a that. And uh, shout out to Richie. Uh, is he still doing that? Yeah, like, yeah, that, he is. is he, that's so cool. Yeah. He's, Richie Glazer. He's everybody. hardcore. Hardcore. That's really cool. Yeah. Richie, do you want to come in here and play a song, actually? This yeah, is usually the time in the he's show here. where we. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I had to rent a grand piano. So this has not been cheap. Oh, oh, it's time for a quick break. I will be back after a word from our friends at Maximum Fun. Hey, Jay Keith. Hey, Helen. Hey, you've got another true-false quiz for me? Yep. Our trivia podcast, Go Fact Yourself, used to be in front of a live audience. True. Turns out that's not so safe anymore. Correct. Next. Unfortunately, this means we can no longer record the show. False. The show still comes out every first and third Friday of the month. Correct. Finally, we still have great celebrity guests answering trivia about things they love on every episode of Go Fact Yourself. Definitely true. And for bonus points, name some of them. Recently, we've had uh, Ophira Eisenberg, plus tons of surprise experts like Yardley Smith and Suzanne Summers. Perfect score. You can hear Go Fact Yourself every first and third Friday of the month with all the great guests and trivia that we've always had. And if you don't listen, well, then you can go fact yourself. That's the name of our podcast. Correct. Woo! This is what I like to do towards the end of the podcast episode. I like to play this game of MASH. I don't know if that was something that anyone, Donna or otherwise, brought into your life as a young person. Uh, yeah, yes, you're yeah, nodding. You have a familiarity. MASH. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, great. 
Okay, now this is, you don't even need to remember a thing. If you've never done this, even if you've never done this before, you're in safe hands. Okay. Uh, first category I'm going to give you is, so because basically what's going to happen is you're going to give me three of everything, and then the end there's an eeny money mo process by which you're det- it's determined which of these each, you know, you'll get one from each category for, for you to take forward with you into your alternate universe. And, and, and it's you who decides which one. It's the fates. It's the who gods. Okay. Okay. What you okay. get. Okay. We'll okay. get there. You're getting ahead of yourself. Okay. Please. Sorry. Sorry. Please. Sorry. Okay. All right. The first category I'm going to give you is three movies that you can. We're going to give you the the power to jump into, and you're not reliving the plot. It's just that's an opportunity for you to sort of dive into that world and just be in that environment with those characters, um, moving freely. Again, not reliving the plot. It's just like that's that's a world that you would love to spend a little time. Okay. 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 Um, uh, the apartment. Ugh. Billy Wilder. Great. Uh, so beautifully shot and composed. Yes. And uh, yes. I just love that world. Um, let me see. Uh, when Harry Met Sally, New York. Oh, sure. Autumn, Autumn in New York. Well, really, yes. it spans more time, but uh, Autumn in New York. And then, um, uh, gosh, let's see. Uh, cool, uh, cool Runnings. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> I'm just naming Fantastic. movies that I'm just naming movies that I like. But I would love to. That's great. Uh, I would love to hang with those. Um, uh, w- w- you know, with that crew, with that crew, and absolutely, and, uh, and be there while they're training, and and to you know, no, that's great. Yeah, that's great. I was just thinking to myself that you were being very grounded, that you weren't like, well, I know I would need to go live with Yoda for a while. Like, you just never. <laughs> no, you know. It's very, tr- it's very telling, like, where people, because so many people immediately like, Hogwarts, take me to Hogwarts now, now, now. You know, I'm not, I, I, I have very little interest in that. I, I, I like uh, things based in reality. Yeah, this is great. See, this is why I love this game, because you find out things like, what am I going to do? Ask you that in regular conversation? Like, hey, do you like things that are based in reality? (laughs) Like, no, that's how you get to it. It's through the Smash game. It's fantastic. Okay, next category is in this alternate universe we're creating, um, all food has sort of the same value. And so nothing is too sugary. Nothing is too fatty. Nothing makes you sick because you have an allergy to it. And nothing is bad for the environment. So if you love a cheeseburger, but you've given up meat because you feel like it's, you know, irresponsible in some way. In this reality, all of that, we're just sort of taking away magically. And I know you don't like magic and you don't like real life. <laughs> but in this, but I'm going to beg you to use your imagination. Oh, uh, so it could I don't be like, like this one. I don't like, using... <laughs> I don't like it. Uh okay it could be like one this one pizza that you had in chicago once that you're like i've never been able to get that out of my head and no pizza i've ever had ever quite matches this is like this is your opportunity we're going to give you access to that that you can have the snap of your fingers okay okay i wish i could eat sushi forever but you know i i'm not going to do that except in this alternate universe i can have it whenever i want and there's no ramifications okay 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 um it's called the hollenbeck burrito it's oh, at this great. restaurant called El Tepeyac in Boyle Heights. And I grew up great. going there. And it's very, very uh, decadent. Uh, uh, just huge chunks of like, I think, deep fried pork just thrown oh, in hello. there. Uh, stuff yeah. that I would never eat now. Uh, but I grew up eating and I just it was just so good. 
So there's that. No kidding. I'm fascinated by the fact that it's called the Hollenbeck Burrito. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know who that person is. So good. Um, That's great. Let me see. Uh, probably like a fat burger. Yeah. Just a, a fat burger yeah. with with the, the steak fries. Yes, indeed. My favorite. Um, again, something I don't really eat anymore. Um, and then... Uh, uh, just a big, a big uh, plate of uh, chicken parmesan with uh, oh, sure. a mountain of spaghetti and like a t- bit of vegetables. Uh-huh. Like just oh, a pinch little, of vegetables. Just, Great. just a pinch yeah. to make me feel better, yeah. you know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay, great. All right, next category is let's do three real-life skills that you don't currently possess or that you possess but you would love to have honed or improved on. We're going to give you the opportunity to sort of wake up tomorrow with uh, three skills that you would love to have. Like, you know, like you said, if you feel that you're not a singer, we could give you a beautiful singing voice. We could also give you the ability to fix anything in your house. Like, those are some common Uh, Okay, definitely to be able to sing. That would be like... I, I, I mean, just, I didn't hate what I heard when I heard a few strains. Of, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. You know, the, the, <laughs> the thing is, I could I could hold a I could I could I could hold a note. I think, but when I, I think... when like music is playing and I have to sing with it, I think I just get so nervous that it's like yeah. hard for me to like stay locked in. You know, like yes, um, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I would love the ability, I guess, to sing confidently. A beautiful, confident singing yes, voice yes, and yeah, approach. Yeah. Great. great. Um, and then um, I know I know this feels like a small thing, but I, I think just the ability to feel comfortable around around like people I don't know, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just the ability to feel comfortable and, and to be able to be myself and not, you know, want to kind of hide in a corner. Um, I think that's a you great... are endearing yourself so much more to anyone who didn't already have a sense of you. <laughs> like this is what everyone hopes that someone with your career that they you know that they admire. Like that's what everyone secretly hopes they'll say is like, I mean, just to be a little more socially confident. Like uh, that's yeah, so. Yeah, this is why yeah. I love this, and I love that you made time for this because it's it's just so good it's always so good to hear like when christina Hendricks is like oh my god i was such a weirdo and like no one knew what to do with me and, yeah you know it's like it's you sort of go oh you breathe a sigh of relief yeah, yeah 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 you know yeah. you don't yeah. have to have all of these qualities lined up in a row to then move forward and have stuff that works out for you it's like no yeah, you might no. you might not ever have that and that's still okay yeah it's still okay and you know? it'll still bug you and and you'll <laughs> and it will keep you up at night. It, it will haunt and you. And you will wonder uh, why didn't I say the other thing that I'm now thinking about now instead of the thing I said then. Sure. Right. Right. Sure. Right. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing I think. Um, hmm. Gosh. Uh, I think the. Uh, I I I think. I think uh, more more uh gosh this is tough you got to cut out this dead space because i'm not good at uh oh i i think we i, will cut I think out. this is it and and my answer the or the amount of time it took me to answer this is a part of it i wish i was more decisive 
Oh, way to make it work. Yeah, yeah. I wish I, I wish I knew my, I mean, it goes deeper in, in the sense that I wish I knew myself well enough to know the answer to, to questions, you know, because uh, yeah. I think a lot of times it's like, well, I'm trying to find the right answer or the, or the answer that'll make people like me or the answer that'll, yeah. you know, as opposed to just yeah. knowing right away, you know, like that's what I want. Yeah. 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 Oh my God, you really made that work for yourself. Yeah. Side note, I know how to spell decide. It's been a while since I wrote the word decisive clearly because I was like, C's and S's seem like they show up in this word. I wonder in what order. <laughs> like, this is not going to be legible to me later. When If you get this, I'm going to be like, what is D swivel swivel circle spiral stand for? Great. Okay. okay. Next category. Uh, uh, this is total mash fodder. Like this just always comes into play. Three uh, people that in this alternate universe, uh, you either you could put it in the past like, oh, I had sort of a romance with this person or you could put it in the totally fictitious like I have one with this person. Three people that you would like to have a little romance with. Uh, little sexy times, little. It's not it doesn't have to be a long term relationship, but three. This this gives you the the opportunity to sort of go, yeah, you know, uh, Donna and I know, yeah, Donna. But um, I'm the reason Donna quit smoking. Uh, but you know what I mean. So it could be like you know, such circa Billy Holiday, circa blank, or Meryl Streep in. You know, uh, could it be like fictitious, fictitious people? Oh, Meryl Streep and yeah, it could be a cartoon. Um, it could be yeah, it could be uh, absolutely could be fictional characters, character from a book, whatever you want. Uh, Three. What if I said you? Wouldn't that be so awkward? Ha- have you ever gotten someone that said you? I have. My ego is far too big <laughs> for me to think that was awkward. I would be like, well, my day has been made for the rest of my life. Is that possible? The day of my life has been made. Uh, well, so, yeah. well, I mean, you know, uh, let me see. So, now, now you're so nice that you're like, well, I said that as a funny joke, and she just told me how much it would mean to her. I know. I want to say Ooh, you, but uh, this is very but, uncomfortable. Now I feel like I have to say her. But let's even say, let's say, total joke. let's say outside of my wife, who is the love of my life, and Janet of Varney. Of course she is. And Janet Varney. Of course she. <laughs> and um, of course, the, my wife is the love of my life, and Janet Varney is Janet Varney. Like, oh, he didn't really. Say anything there. <laughs> Interesting. Um, <laughs> no, go um, ahead. I'm okay, sorry. Okay, I'll stop okay, giving okay. you our time. Um, let's see. Uh, I, 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 I really had a huge crush on Helen Hunt in, in, in as, good as, it, as Good As It Gets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I had a huge... I, I loved Tamlin Samita in The Karate Kid, Karate Kid 2. Oh my God! Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Brandon and I just rewatched that recently because we got super into Cobra Kai, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was like, "We're going to have to watch the second Karate Kicks." I remember the first one very well, but of course, we watched that as well. Yeah. And she truly, I was like, I seem to remember her being the most beautiful woman yeah. I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah. And she was like, yeah. it, there was no sense. I put we put it on. I was like, that's correct. I was right. Yeah. She is absolutely. Just luminous, just, like just what a doll. Yeah, just Ugh, uh, okay. beautiful. And, and and the crazy thing is, I I know her now, and we're friends, and she's just <gasps> she's just as beautiful. 
Um, oh, what a smile. You can't fake that smile. You can't no. fake the sparkle in those eyes. Oh, no. Do you know what I mean? You can't do it. That's all That's all from within. That is. Love that. that Such is. a fan. Love this. Okay, great. Um, and then uh, I guess Halle Berry uh, from just like life, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. Next uh, next category, three places in the world, even if you haven't been there, that we're going to give you the opportunity to sort of like, maybe you have a vacation home there uh, and we can just sort of teleport you to there. So you're not dealing with like the flight or the, you know, airport. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I could just open this secret door in my current house and be in New Zealand or whatever. Oh, gosh. Uh, uh, the North Shore of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I love. Just a log, a log cabin in, in in the woods somewhere. What's a beautiful, woody area? Um, uh, I mean, I would say parts of Canada have like some really beautiful woods. Um, parts of Colorado have in Colorado. Woods. That sounds nice. Colorado. Great. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been to Colorado actually. Um, and then uh, Vancouver. I love Vancouver. I mean, I. I mean, I love Vancouver. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of when you said woods. I was thinking of Stanley Park. Oh, I love Stanley Park. Yeah. I, I the just... first time I went to Stanley Park, I remember feeling like, oh, this is church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this yeah. feels like church, you know, because yeah. just the trees and, like, it felt so... And I don't mean that as a slight to, I mean, I mean that as a compliment to church and yeah. vice versa. Like it felt very holy and it felt yeah, very like, yeah, yeah. I felt that sense of awe and just yeah. the sense of like tremendous calm. Yes. Ugh, loved it. Yes. I, I love I, it. Every, every opportunity. Love yeah, it. me too. I, I just love uh, the whole city. It's just such a great city. I do too. Yeah. I do too. And so friendly and so apologetic, yeah. just like you and me. Yes. Yes. There are people. There are. Yes. Yes. <sighs> okay, great. Uh, all right. So, sorry, I was saying there are people. In case you were, like, thinking that I was just saying that Vancouver had people in it, that would be weird. If oh, I was I, like, I, I there th- are people there. <laughs> I thought you said there are people, as in, like, there yeah, are that's people. That's why that, I... Yeah. Yeah, that's why I corrected myself because I really was worried that you thought that I was like, there are even people there. (laughs) (laughs) No, I thought you meant there are people who are nice and there are. That's what I thought you meant. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we, so you totally understood me and then I just made this awkward. Great. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Next category. Next category. You you completely ruined it. Yep. Uh, Next category. Let's do three people that you would love to work with in some capacity. So it could be you would love to produce a show that Ella Fitzgerald is doing but it could also be that you would love to act alongside Jack Lemmon oh my gosh Um, and then it could be like I'd love to write something with Billy Wilder so whatever capacity this collaboration is it's not just like you having to act it can just it can be like whatever you want it to be Uh uh uh-huh um well yeah I would love to uh to um act in a Billy Wilder film that would be uh crazy but never uh I mean, yeah, this is this is all imagination. So um, um, I'd love to work with you again. Janet. Finally, I make it in here. Finally, I make it into this. I'd love to work with you Uh, again. That would be like a thrill. Uh, That would be so fun. Uh, Well, we've put it out to the universe. Yes. 
Yes. Cut to tomorrow. Uh, Gianna Barney's going to be on a movie in Colorado. <laughs> uh, uh, it is set in the woods. Yes. Yes. It is about a jazz pianist. Okay. Uh, 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 that's very uh, flattering, and I feel just the same. Uh, oh, thank you. Um, and then I would love to... I would say I would love to be a character like one of the neighborhood characters on uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah. That might be an example of like worlds I wish were real. Like I love Mr. Rogers forever for creating those characters. Yeah. But I also would be really happy if Daniel were real. Oh. <laughs> Just a real. My gosh, yes. Like real guy. Yes. So cute. So cute. Okay. Um, let's do three. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm bringing your wife into this, but I don't want to do it in an exploitative way. But I, but like three, like if like you could suddenly have an extra room in your house that is just for her. Um, what would that what, three rooms that you're like, I wish I could gift my wife this greenhouse that she that would just be part of our house. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it's magically sort of there or this room that takes her to this other place or a spa or uh, a, a, a place for her to sculpt or whatever. Um, something there just be like a really cool like that's her room. Three rooms for my wife. Is that yeah. OK? Um, well, you yeah. say spa. That's for sure. Like a spa room with a masseuse. Uh, she yes. loves getting massages. Um, uh, uh, so that, uh, I would say a huge closet. Uh, like she, I mean, we, we share a closet, but like, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. like a huge closet that's just hers. Great. Cause she loves to shop and she, uh, loves fashion and she would just really dig that. Um, nice. and then, uh, I would say. She is a actually a, a a huge fan of BTS. She's in the BTS army, uh, as they call oh, nice. it. Okay, and uh, yeah, yeah, it would yeah. just be a room uh, where she could uh, just her BTS room, basically. Great. Yeah. Great, 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 great. Love it. She already okay. kind of right. has and- that, but it's it's not really <laughs> it, it it's not really that. It's but, not official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not That's official. Great. Yeah. Great, great, great. Okay, and then, uh, yeah, final category. Let's do, um, let's do, oof, what am I do for you? Well, let's maybe do like an alternate universe, uh, like a moonlighting career. You know, it's not like you, it's, it could be like you own a restaurant, but it's not like you have to deal with the day-to-day. Um, you know, again, this is sort of fictitious, like a bakery, or maybe you're a teacher part-time, or mm. like some some career that is not possible here because it maybe is more of like a lifelong commitment or, you know, just does, isn't permitted. But like you sort of would love to have a toe in, mm-hmm, in this alternate mm-hmm. universe. Um, I think I would love to be a barber. I love this. Yeah. Um, I used to actually cut my friend's hair uh, uh, in, in high school and, uh, and in college. I was like the fr- barber friend, you know, that everyone went I to. I love get their that. Haircut. I love cutting people's hair also. And yeah. I have no formal training. Oh, me neither. But I me will neither. do it. I, I will, I do will it too. absolutely yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. And possibly, I mean, listen, I will say I don't have any skills, but then I will quickly follow up by saying, but I am very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So that's that person's really putting their trust in you when you're like, 
<laughs> number one, do not know what I'm doing. Number two, you won't know that. Yes. It will look like I know what I'm doing. Exactly. Uh, I, yeah. I, 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 I was barber. good. That's I, wonderful. I was, I, was, I was good at it. Uh, I don't doubt it. But I, I only really it. did kind of like two or three kinds of uh, styles. Um, yeah. And then I think I would, you know what? I always, I always kind of wanted to, this might sound weird, but be an electrician. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I just think it's a very useful skill to have. And uh, absolutely. And there is something cool about coming in and bringing power to people's homes. You know, like I think that's absolutely kind of a, a cool job. Uh, absolutely. And then I think I would be I well, this goes back to the singing thing. I think I would love to be like, uh, you know, just like a, a not like a famous jazz singer but just like you know with with my band and Richie playing piano just in a, in a small yeah. club you know in a small yes. club uh just I love uh, that to, that to sense of community standards. the like yeah. this is where I go you know four nights a week I go oh. and, and we got our regulars and I love that. like when I hear stories about like at the height of sort of like like gay like gay piano clubs in San yeah, Francisco yeah, where I yeah. used to live and just the feeling of family, especially in the community where I mean San Francisco obviously was very out and open, but like those places that you could go and this is true of speaking like it's so true across so much of American history, like a piano bar or a or, or, or a music club was such a place to go to be with your people yes. in a way that you couldn't be with your people overtly in regular life for, for one sure. reason or another. And yeah. so I love that choice because yes. that's sort of what I imagine is like, hey, like somebody walks in the door and there's a sort of like, like you may be in the middle of a song, but it's like, ah, oh, Peggy came totally. or whatever. I love that. Totally. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, give me a number between one and seven. Four. Okay, that is the very fates and gods uh, driven number that's going to determine what you get. Got it, got it, got it. So I am going to go through and eliminate uh, some of these, uh, some of these wonderful choices that you've made. Um, This is either a area of dead space that Julian, uh, my producer, who's wonderful, will just uh, excise from this episode. But it's also an opportunity for you to, if there's something you're excited about that is coming out soon or that you did a million years ago and you're like, you know what? I don't, I'm not doing a talk show right now. I don't have to promote the thing that's just about to come out because someone's telling me to promote it. I want to promote this indie movie that I did, you know, six years ago, the da da da. This is an opportunity to do that. So you have your choice. But I don't know. I don't really have anything to promote, but uh, I have watched some good movies that uh, I'm not in that uh, uh-huh. while out here in London and uh, I saw I saw uh, another round which is that uh, I think it won the best foreign film uh, uh, Academy Award this past year I think uh, and that yeah. movie was is that great. Mads? Mads Mikkelsen yeah I haven't yeah. seen it yet I thank you for reminding me because yeah, I need to see it it's great uh, what else did I see uh, I saw Black widow while i was out here and that was great i haven't seen it yet uh what else um i saw a a show called oh i saw that show lupin 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 oh sure on netflix that's a fun classic i mean that really that show really feels like it's it's great very comfortable in its roots of yes classic sort of 50s ish heisty it's great it's It's fantastic it's fantastic yeah Yeah. so i recommend those 
Okay, great. Great recommendations. I'm very excited about these results. I feel they're all over the place, and that's great. They're all over the place in a great way, in a great way. Um, So first of all, I want to congratulate you on having uh, a beautiful little apartment. It's not a shack, a a house, or a mansion. It is an apartment. But it is also on Hawaii's North Shore. Yes. Um, I've been to Hawaii's North Shore. I'm trying to think. So is it like, uh, let me think about this for a second. Yeah. So I've been to the North Shore. I mean, the North Shore is like very quiet, right? I mean, it's. It's pretty quiet. Because I, yeah. I know that I've stayed in, like I've been to Hilo and I've, and I was certainly on the other side of the island from Hilo. Mm-hmm. And I know I flew in to the south. I've only been to the Big Island once. Mm-hmm. But I did the whole like I want to see every inch of this that I can, and I seem to remember like a couple of really cute small communities, and then just some drop dead gorgeous like little hikes along the shore that also had waterfalls and like beautiful green and mm-hmm. like chirping birds and frogs and stuff. Am I picturing the right thing? Am uh, I picturing the right thing? Yeah, yeah. I, this is I'm talking about the North Shore in, in Oahu. The, uh, oh well, uh, you didn't say Oahu. You said Hawaii. So how? Yeah, so you're talking about guess, the official I, North yeah, Shore I guess, on Oahu. Uh, well, yes. I never, I never been. To, yeah, my bad. Luckily, I've also been there. My I've bad. Also been there. Yeah, just the. But the, I kind of described something fairly similar. <laughs> fairly similar. Fairly similar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Essentially, I mean, it's just a beautiful, you know, Great. beautiful so area. So beautiful. Yeah. A lot of wild chickens. I'm a big fan. Love that. A lot that. of wild chickens. Love that. Um, okay, great. Well, listen, it's an apartment on the North Shore. I love of Oahu. it. I love it. Uh, I also want to congratulate you on just to get a totally different uh, slice of life. You can also jump in and hang out with the Cool Runnings gang whenever you want. It's <laughs> gonna be a lot of laughter and good times. Oh, a lot great. Of training. Yeah, uh, yeah. Very, very, very cool. Cool runnings. Uh, apartment uh, on the North Shore of Wahoo. <laughs> you have a beautiful singing voice. Oh. So that's congratulations all, that's on that. Um, I don't know how that's coming into play. I do kind of feel like that will be utilized in some way as one of the regular neighbors in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. I feel like there's a lot of sweet songs. For sweet and gentle sure. songs. That's exactly that where I come wanna, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, adorable. This is an image that I'm really, really very much enjoying. Uh, I also love the idea of you like grabbing your fat burger with your steak fries. Uh. Uh, and then, like, you're in the back. I'll tell you where the back of what it is in a second but like you you like you've just finished off you polished off your fat burger and steak fries you feel great because there's no ramifications to eating a meal like that in this world yeah you wash up maybe your hands are still a little damp as you wipe them on maybe like your kind of like uh lower half apron as you go out to trim another regular's hair in your barber shop adorable what a great you might be a barber like also on Mr. Rogers' <laughs> I kind of love the barber. idea of like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's extraordinary. That's, that's um, a great so life. So wonderfully life. done, wonderfully done there. Um, listen, you're sharing uh, some to part of this, or maybe this is in your past because I, I have nothing but respect for your beautiful, wonderful wife. <laughs> but there is some romance with the Helen Hunt character in As Good as It Gets that happens okay. somewhere in here, great. which is great quite charming as well yeah and uh and while we're shouting out your wife rest assured that she can have a massage whenever she wants Ah. and just disappear into the most calming relaxing spa room 
anyone has ever seen. Amazing. Super chill. And now I want that because it sounds like a very good choice. <laughs> um, so fabulous. This is your MASH future. Wow. Very well played, my friend. Very well played. Well, thank you. I'm so uh, I'm so excited because this is all going to happen, right? I mean, I'm just like very oh, yeah. excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Great. I will cut all of this out. I can make no legal promises. I will have to, you will be signing a release saying that you will not sue me if some to none of this takes place. And I hope you're able to sleep tonight knowing that you do not ever get to work with me again because that is not what the fates decided. So good luck with the rest of your life because this is the last time we're going to talk to each other. I I love that I've turned it now into we can no longer know each other. It's not just... Oh, I didn't want No one's that. saying it's not going to happen. No one's <laughs> saying that's not going to happen. We're just saying in addition to that. And by the way, listen, we can you and I can make that happen any day. That's the chances right. that you're going to end up on Mr. Rogers neighborhood uh seem slightly less likely. So yes, yes, for that's right. reasons we all know. So this is the right use of the mash game. It, that's right. It brings you something that's a that's a wish fulfillment. That's right. Um that's this right. has been so much fun. Oh, I'm so, so glad fun. we got to catch up. I hope we get to see each other in person uh post November, I suppose. I hope um, so. and wishing everyone out there a, a healthy and uh safe uh, next few ev- everythings <laughs> next few everythings it's everything <laughs> we don't know anything about what's going to happen ever um it's good for us it's good that is, uh yeah. to, to learn how to do that um and the last thing that i sometimes offer up if people know or care you've already sung something for me so this is zero pressure for you at all but uh because this is the boys of summer series um and i only interview gentlemen over the summer i do invite people to sing a snippet of don henley's boys of summer <laughs> If they happen to know any of it at all. I don't know any of it, to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't think you're, I mean, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I do. Do you think you've ever heard it? I'm sure I heard it. And I'm sure if I heard it, I'd be like, oh, it's that one. But I, I, uh, um, I don't know it. Can you, can you, can you sing a little bit of it? And I'll see if I'll sing a little bit. The chorus goes, I can see you, your brown skin shining in the sun. You got your hair thrown back in you. Yeah. and on, baby. I can't tell you my love for you will still be strong after the boys of summer have gone. <laughs> yes. I know it sounds like he was singing at a delay from me, almost like he was trying to pick up the the, the melody from me, but that is a Zoom delay. That's a Zoom we delay. We were singing yeah. in sync. Yes. He was almost a little ahead of me. Uh, yeah, you almost were, a little bit were, ahead of me. Were, I was following you, were, you. Yeah, you were following me that whole time. <laughs> <laughs> The show is recorded by me and edited by Julian Burrell. And as always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Hey, remember one We could save kittens from trees Or lunch on skyscrapers Bring the villains to their knees Maybe we should